Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. It is You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. This might be a better topic for tomorrow, so I'm going to hold off on no, the. You know, can't do that. Now you got to no, ask it. All right. If it's a good topic, what are we going to ask? Because it involves Nick. It involves Nick. Oh, How okay. old were you when you got married, Ken? Uh, so I met my wife just before my 30th. I got married late too. So I met my wife just before I turned 30 and we got married in 60, yeah, 31, about to turn 32, a month away from 30 and 32. All right. And I was late. I got married. Yeah. I got married at 27, which I think is, yeah. is fair, but maybe I, I would even say this day and age, maybe a tad a year or two on the young side, but, uh, either way I did, man, I was kind of shocked this weekend as I'm reading more on this. Kenny Pickett needs to be getting married one year out of college. Really? Well, that's one year old out of college. School. That's like yeah, uh, very old school. Nineties, eighties. Yeah, get out of college. Get a significant other in college. You get married right out of college. Yeah, get married out I of high think, school. Yeah. Look, lo- and if he found the love of his life, God bless him. I would think quarterback like that. Quarterback <laughs> in the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, yeah. I don't. I mean, I know Mahomes got married very early too. I'm not sure Kenny Pickett need to get married at 25. So here's my question. All right. More inclined, less inclined, non-factor. More likely to bet a Steelers over this year knowing Kenny Pickett has settled oh. down or less likely knowing now he's going to have to deal with a wife who perhaps could be a little nagging at home all season. Well, you know uh, you know what's going to happen, too? What do they start? Oh, home Niners, too? Yeah. He's, like, bad. It's, it's, oh, good, how, how wonderful we can start against what was almost certainly the best defense last year, or at least one of the best three defenses. Like Philly would say they had the best defense. Happy Because they had all the guys with 10 sacks. Yeah, exactly. Here's here's like a just a mo- new coordinator, but here's like a monster of a defense, and he's going to play bad, and then everyone's going to go on Twitter and be like, oh, like married. Like that's what did yeah. it. That's like what it was. <laughs> no that's, doubt. Yeah, there's like no question. You know what's so funny, though? That is, I won't say it's a bettable angle. There are people who follow golf very closely mm-hmm. who constantly talk about how when players either get married or have a kid, they suck. They're like really <laughs> bad. It happens all the time. Tyler, it's Colin Morikawa in the chat. That's like the one that was going on like for the last whatever it was this season yeah. it was like, why isn't he winning majors anymore? It's like, oh, because there's even like a term for it. It's really funny really? that this comes up and then like people have kids and it's like, oh, like kid curse. And like, it's like, but then it's like <laughs> the guy actually doesn't win. Like the guy like never wins or like you get married and the guy like never wins. I don't, I don't totally, uh, I mean, I, it's not like I don't have to subscribe or not subscribe to it. I just see everybody talk about it all the time, but golf seems to be the one sport where it happens all the time. Justin Thomas. Did Justin Thomas just get married? Is that like really true? Because he's been brutal. <laughs> he's been really bad. Um, I 
I don't, I don't right, have not an explanation a good sign for, for it, Nick but it's like doing shows seven days a week here, huh? I mean, he could have a really right. bad you better you bet year now. <laughs> yeah, so he's gonna still come back and be like, uh, welcome to you bet. And just like the video just free like flickers and then his mic stops working, and then he like calls calls me like Cam Barkley or something. And just, just be like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tough. Introduces whale as like Drew like Disnick. It's like, oh man, this is <laughs> this is tough. This is gonna be really bad. Uh I don't uh, in other sports. I feel like you never hear about that stuff. And in golf, I I swear I hear it like every week when someone doesn't play well. It's like oh, they just got married. You know, it's like it's one of the one of those things. You know, golf. Like you just are bad at it once you get married. I can't really have an explanation for it, but apparently there's one sport where that's a real thing. So there you go, Kenny Pickett. Congratulations, him and Nick will forever share a wedding anniversary forever Perfect. and ever and ever. So they'll be unanimous in that. So we did do geez, with I guess the end of last hour. Like an hour ago, yeah, a long time ago, as it turns wow. out. Wow, wow, we've actually we've man- by the way a day we got nothing going on. We have manufactured some segments here, boys and girls. Yeah. Oh, just wait. you better. The you manufacturing bet. continues. Yeah, we're yeah, the well, cottage industry by the end of the show. Yep. So Ken posed the question: What one-two punch in Major League Baseball would you actually feel confident betting on from a pitching perspective for a team to win the World Series? And Jay came on and said he kind of likes the Rays, although wouldn't pull the trigger on betting the Rays. Um. I discussed how despite, you know, strategy, I still like the Braves. Clearly, uh, the Astros are still a team to me. You may not love Christian Vasquez. I mean, I, I like the Astros pitching still, even without Justin Verlander. Uh, and even the Phillies, who are kind of hanging around. But the baseball situation is wide open. So now we need to bring in Tyler and see where his confidence level is at and if there's any team that strikes a chord with him. Yeah, so the Marlins, my team was taken. They were immediately that stood out to me. If Alcantara gets uh, gets healthy, it gets better. But the problem is Yuri Perez, like he's never pitched over seventy eight innings, and they're kind of going to shut him down soon just for the All Star yep. break. And then he's going to then he's going to come back. So I don't know how that's going to go. But it looks like Yuri Perez will be shut down a few times. And Sean said it like the Houston Astros. I get the lineup stinks. Altuve hasn't been there, but like Framer Valdez and Javier just did it. They just did it last year. The ERAs, I think both of them are under three two. Yeah. And Hunter Brown, well, they is didn't an interesting just do it. The third guy, like they had, they had a different number one starter last year. Like they had the guy who won the Cy Young Award. <laughs> like it wasn't, they didn't like just do it. Like they were, yeah. they had, they had but, Verlander, but but yeah. Verlander was not great in the World Series. It was not necessarily a dominant. Well, yeah, but like, pitcher. come on, yeah, I get like, what you're I, It's just yeah, like, but I, but hey, like those guys have a ring, and the other teams we're going to talk about, those guys don't yeah. have one probably, depending on who we talk about. So I, I kind of agree there, Tyler, like J. And like you and Jake are both, I think like definitely way more knowledgeable about baseball day to day than I am. Jake like made a really hard sell for the Rays, and he's right. Like that would be my first pick for like a one two because Glass now is back and he's really good, and McClanahan's really good too. And there aren't a lot of pitchers, even the name pitchers kind of stink this year. Pitching this year has been really funny. The Cy Young markets have been really funny for who's at the top of them and who's most likely to win. But like Jake makes this hard sell for the Rays, and he's right. Like, it's a good case. It's the team I would have picked, too. He's right. But then I'm like, do you want to bet the Rays? And he was kind of like, yeah. And some of that's the price because they're the second choice to win the World Series. Jake, you mentioned he bet him a little bit before or earlier in the season. But, like, do you think Jake's right that the answer is the Rays? And do you want to bet the Rays? And why not if the, if the answer is no? At this current price, no, I do not want to bet the Rays for a uh, plus four. I do like the Rays in the whole. Like, if they won, I wouldn't be shocked at all. But for, I'm good on plus 475. The problem is, I mean, like, Glassnell's injured every other month. I mean, Zach yep. Elflin's there. Taj Bradley looks amazing. But, I mean, again, you don't know. Same with Gary Press. You don't know what these guys are going to be when they come into the postseason. And Shane sure. McClanahan's a monster. He's been hurt a few times. I don't, I'm don't. i good on the Rays at plus 475. I mean, if they win, I wouldn't be shocked at all. But, like, 
I'm much more inclined rather than bet like Houston or someone at 10 to one. When I got started, I have, to, I have one of them threw a no hitter in the World Series. That's pretty, pretty good. So uh, I think I'd be more inclined to Houston over Tampa Bay. Oh, Houston. I can't believe we're back on Houston. That, that, just shows, that just shows how wide open everything is, right? Does yet, Sean, you had a couple other things you wanted to argue here too, right? Well, I, the other thing I was going to bring up, and believe me, it's going to come across as homerism because I just spent an entire afternoon show on Saturday on WFA and locally in New York talking about how I think the Yankees are completely dead in the water. But this conversation and actually taking a look at pitching across Major League Baseball and the contenders has completely changed me in 48 hours. Carlos no, no. Rodon might be coming back next week. And Garrett Cole oh, and Carlos God. Rodon at the top of the rotation. You know what? If the Yankees just oh, – Who knows about Judge? Homer, <laughs> Jake, Homer. Jake hit you with an I'm good. Yes, yes. Dude, that, I mean, they might have the best one-two <laughs> punch in the American League come the postseason. <laughs> I and mean, who knows if Nestor Cortez comes back? That might be the rotation to beat. Is that – like I – yeah, like they're, these are huge names. Like monster, monster names. And a lot of teams yes. in the postseason won't have names like that. But like Gar- Garrett Cole's like not not that good this year. <laughs> it's like I mean, not even that good. Yeah. That's not fair. Garrett Cole gives What's... up the, the home runs when they happen, yeah. they happen early. But ultimately, every time they need him in bigger games, like the team needs a stop or any, like he sure. always comes through when the team needs to stop the bleeding. And that's to me the definition okay. of an ace. Aces are different. I don't even sure. like the Yankees. Like I like the Yankees as a fan. I don't even like their makeup. I think Stanton sucks. I think Labor Torres sucks. I think DJ LeMahieu sucks. And I'm getting to the point where I quite frankly think Anthony Rizzo also sucks, although he hits mm. well. The team without Judge feels like a nightmare. But but if I'm comparing them to their peers in terms of pitching now, which I was not doing two days ago, I kind of like them more than I thought. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And just to to provide some context for this discussion too, so people be like, why why are we talking about like one two punches? Just uh, yeah. it was something I noticed when I looked at like past World Series champions. So if you just take like the the wins above replacement for the team's two best pitchers, like the season that they win. Yeah. A lot of times you're getting a monster number, like in terms of like two five win pitchers or like a six seven win pitcher. For just for people to know, that would be like leading the league yeah. in wins above replacement. It would be that quality of pitcher. Like Justin Verlander last year was almost a six win pitcher. That's a, that's a big deal. Uh, the best example of this, which will hurt Yankee fans, is like the O one Diamondbacks. Schilling and Randy Johnson had a uh. com- had a combined WAR of almost nineteen. Which is just to give you an and people are gonna be like, I don't know what that means. Like, is nineteen a lot of all World Series champions since the strike? <laughs> the, so the Diamondbacks, their front line pitchers, one and two combined WAR of almost nineteen. The next highest is all the is thirteen. Like, it's not even in the same. It's just like oh. a different thing. And after that, it's like ten. <laughs> like, it's just they were so they're just very different. But they're like the poster child for having a front line one and two that's really good. Um, and so it's, okay, if you project the rest of the season with the pitchers that we have right now, because again, it's going to be like, well, this guy's coming back or this guy just came back. Yeah. That won't show up in this. This is full season. This is like, you got to have two guys that were good this year. Not like, yeah. well, but a lot of teams back, are going to be in that boat. Watch out. Especially the Braves because yeah. of Freed. Like a lot of teams are going right. to be in that boat. And and who acqu- and also trade deadline becomes yeah. massive. Like, does, is there of is course. there a maybe there's not a one available, but is there like a two available? Well, and can you pair him with your guy? And now you're the answer to this question. Maybe that's the answer to and, this conversation. Is that? And that's the thing. Is there a one or a two that normally would be available, but because everything's so wide open and muddled in these wild cards, sure. that won't be. And a lot of these teams right, are what be the Cubs basically held. 
Right, right. right. They're holding their water. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So like very all, all these teams. Yeah. So it's it's just it's like I guess the answer is Tampa, but you have to think the answer is Tampa, where like McClanahan will project to have a really good season, and he will be like a front line one guy, which makes which makes sense as a champion. But if the two guys glass now, you're basing it on like three months. Can he get like? Can he kind of prove it over that period of time? And if not, then like, what's the answer in the American League? Like, is it Minnesota who like can't hit at all? Is it yeah, Houston? Minnesota to win a playoff series, right. right? Is it is it Texas? Degrom's never coming back. Yeah. Toronto again. It's just like what? Who is it? It's good parody, baby. Parody's back in Major League Baseball. All right, we have two hours left to play with on You Better You Bet. We have trivia. We have tall people. We have NBA player prop discussions. We have plenty to get into, and we count down to see if Ken sweats his all mark as in a bet. It's You Better You Bet presented by Bet MGM. <laughs> 